Arts, Lifestyle, SNS Online. SNS Freakos. Well to time with our interview with HowlRound's Robin the Fog, available separately on the SNS Online SoundCloud page. We've come to Eclectic at the Old Paradise Yard in Waterloo, here to discover the mystery, the delights and indeed the euphoria that is HowlRound and all the enigmatic and wonderful contemporaries based under the same roof for a series of spellbinding performances. Firstly, it's time to find that pesky fog and his co-conspirator Chris for a warm-up chat before tonight's gig. We've untangled all the loops, mm. which took ages, and we've plugged all the bits in and everything started up and started moving when we pressed play, didn't it? Mm -hmm. So everything powered up when we plugged it in. Nothing's got tangled yet, although give it right. time. Um, and it stopped raining, so... So a live version of HowlRound is, is obviously quite different from the studio. It looks quite sort of frenetic and um, chaotic, but is that the idea? Or is there certainly any streamlined sort of focus to the performance tonight? Um, well, I think it's basically... When it goes, I always say when it goes wrong, that's part of the performance. And it might not actually be wrong at all. It might just be a, another version of right that you hadn't thought about. So by sort of allowing a bit of chaos in, and a bit of a chance to improvise. I think that's a nice, uh, you know, it sort of opens up because in the studio, you know, we it's it, the studio and the live performances aren't in aren't a million miles apart because we, you know, it's all about manipulating tape. But with this, there's a sort of element of unpredictability to it, which can open up sort of interesting juxtapositions and scenarios and things. But you're you're obviously showing the limelight with some other sort of very esteemed colleagues. Where did you get to meet them? Um, it's quite a boring story, actually. Yes. Okay, right. Let's move to you. Steve sent me an email saying, "Do you want to do a project together?" And I said, "Yeah, that sounds like a good idea." That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, Chris, you're Hal around um, Mark Two, the Revenge. <laughs> no, um, I am the person that when Robin first put out the very first Hal Ram record, mm. I said to him, "I've got a brilliant idea how we can do this live." And Robin wrote back and said, "Don't be ridiculous. There's no way this will work." You and idiot! Yeah. <laughs> three years later, here we are playing uh, concerts, and um, yeah, uh, I've been away working in the Middle East for couple of years so Robin's been doing at first we shared files and then Robin has been doing quite a few gigs on his own and stuff but um yeah um, I'm, it's nicer to I, I like playing sharing duty so to speak but it's, it seems to be quite a very sort of expansive type of uh, involved thing but but quite solitary so t to have somebody else involved in in something like this must be you know very caring and sharing <laughs> or it makes it easier to improvise when we do live um, Absolutely. We can work with loops and it can be, as you were saying, more chaotic and it, it can it can be more of a... M the material can move quicker in a performance. When you're working, when Robin does it on his own, it obviously can't run up and down the stage putting new loops on and so it's more, it's more long form. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. a structured piece. Mm. Okay. Whereas, I think this it's it's a lot easier with, with two people because on the one hand you can set up a lot more and you can work together a lot more to make, like you say, move quickly. But also we kind of like, um, we sort of disagree in a kind of harmonious way, don't we? We sort of like kind of 
It's like, yeah, yeah, that's it, sort of harmoniously disagreeing. So mm. we'd sort of do things that maybe the other one goes, oh, no, that's not what I wanted. But then you go, actually, yeah, that's, that's quite good. So that kind of, I suppose it's like a sort of tension, isn't it? And that creates sort of some interesting, you know, you know, you know. How would you sort of sum up HowlRound, live compared to in the studio? Uh, in the studio, you we tend to let things circle, well, loop is probably the better word, there, for a longer time and see how the different elements slip in and out of time together. So you might record something for like 10 minutes, which is barely changing, but you're in the studio, so you're just generating material. Live, we're moving a lot faster and you're aware there's an audience, so you can't expect them to be listening for these microscopic changes in sound so you kind of you kind of get so we have this thing this kind of theater we've developed where i sort of either whisper to robin or sort of tap on a tape or robin just goes right i've had enough of this loop and <laughs> yeah, well, I completely ignore what you're saying go, i'll have that one uh, which, has, which has happened a couple of times by mistake <laughs> guys good luck tonight i'm looking forward to this live performance of HowlRound. thank you very, very much, much nick Okay, Pascal, you're involved in this as well. How did it all start for you? Uh, well, it started by me meeting uh, Edward, who ran Eclectic a few months ago. And then at some point during the summer, we discussed the possibility of doing a longer event since I played there back in May. And then he said I could have this venue for a couple of days and invite whoever I wanted to invite, really. That sounds amazing. Have your own party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, And I've been a big fan of um, Alron for many years. And actually, I found out that my friend Steve, who runs the label Psychotrop, was doing something with Alrond, like uh, records together. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, okay, that's a very good opportunity to do everything together. So that's how it came about for today. So do you create your own music yourself, or, or do you just appreciate, appreciate it? No, I do create it myself, yeah. And I like old machines and like disused, like old technologies, and then try to contextualize that like in a new kind of uh, framework if you wish, yeah. So will you be creating new music tonight? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I've prepared like a few loops and things like that, but everything is going to be processed live in the moment. Also, listening to the room is very important. And then how, how, how far you can push everything, like the sound within the room, just to fill it as it should be filled. <laughs> Well, the audience have arrived, so it's time for them to be mesmerised by the film A Creek in Time, with music played live by HowlRound.
must say that went extremely well, celebrating both the macro and micro with images including landscapes, planets, stars, as well as extreme close-ups of everyday objects. Time to grab a drink now, and a word with the director himself, Steve McKinney. So Steve, we've just seen the film, uh, absolutely intriguing, a microscopic view of uh, reality or other reality, whatever. Uh, talk us through it, um, I had a very good reception here. Okay, yeah, it was um, shot uh, and uh, over the course of about two years, um, which has been a collaboration with HowlRound. And we, uh, we basically got together, we met through mutual friends and we just chatted about our interests and you know um, what inspired us creatively, musically, um, filmically and it all came down to uh, the cosmos and uh, the intrinsic connection between the macro and the micro and um, it's been quite a journey this whole process because um, it has been a long time that we've been making this and it's been unfolding. Um, in a natural way. I mean, what I loved about it was the fusion between uh, the music and, and the images, and sometimes it was more abstract, and other times they were in such beautiful synchronicity, uh, if that's the right word, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the, the music is the driving force behind this. Um, that is the inspiration uh, to the film. So, Robin, <laughs> let's talk about your, your uh, link with this film. Very, very important one. Um, yeah. 50%, I'm... I would say. The thing that makes me very happy about this film is that, you know, the music was made with the sort of with the ideas we discussed. The thing we loved was this film called um, Power of Ten, which is basically starts off a meter wide and then travels 14 billion light years and then zooms back in again into the nucleus of a cell, of a nucleus of an atom in a guy's hand or something like that. Um, it keeps going further and further. Yeah, it's so it's you know and so it's all it's all. So we sort of talked about that and, and about how a lot of the sounds are very tiny sounds sort of amplified up to so, sort of almost sound kind of glacial and sort of, you know. So, yeah, I mean, so the footage, I think, matches that idea of changing scale and that sort of glacial time and evolution. Oh, completely. And, and, also, uh, and also, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's all about sort of tiny objects sort of taking on this kind of big sort of significance when you sort of zoom in close enough and look at them. And so, you know, on the one hand, you've got these huge distances that we're playing with. And on the other hand, you've got like tiny sort of granular. micro, yeah, tiny, get, tiny life forms. When you get down to the granular level, there's so much detail in life there that evolves and emerges. And that's how the, the, all the sound uh, was created. It was all, it all came from creeks, from objects. Yeah. Um, and then... When you zoom right in there, there's infinite possibilities. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I must also say, what a fantastic album launch for your album. Yeah, not bad at all, eh? It's, the uh, ultimate video, you know. Yeah, no, well, we're, we're treating it very much as a split, as an audio-visual project. So the vinyl is the, is the sort of object, yeah. but you don't just get the LP. It's very important that people realize you get the film as well. Um, which you it comes with a link um, uh, in the inner sleeve there's a, a link there where you can stream and uh, the film in HD online and you also get a digital album download in your choice of mp3 or WAV 24-bit well you chaps are very very clever I tell you you can watch the film over and over again incidentally it's yours to watch whenever you like yeah. it's not like a just a one-off um, yeah I think it's it's so hard working with audiovisual to make the two sync, and I think, and that's what I love about this. I think I think they work really well together. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, and the, the thing I always say is, when I first met Steve, he got it, and I always describe people when when they get it, you're like, yeah, 
let's work together because it's you get it yeah. you understand what this is about let's make showbiz babies basically uh, oh, I don't know if I'd put it quite that way Nick but uh, <laughs> but I would of course yeah. you, you would indeed yes uh, in, indeed let's let, let's make showbiz babies I think let's rock was well that wouldn't work either really anyway. let's glacially evolve there you go. And on that a note, <laughs> I'm going to go around to chat to all your uh, your esteemed fans and uh, see what they got to say. Coming, Nick. Got, Thank you for coming. These guys have an incredible cult following. I just have to say that there's yeah. a lot of interest around these guys, including myself, and that's yeah. one. And a lot of bemusement as well. But we oh, there's always a bit of both are valid. I like I like it when people are bemused because it means if they don't quite get it, it often means they'll come back and they'll think about it. Yes, exactly. exactly. Isn't it weird? And dream about it and have nightmares about it, possibly. What, what have you created, you guys? Isn't it weird, though? It's, it's music you're not sure about that you tend to come back to. Mm. If you like something, you go, I liked it. Mm. But if you go, mm, I don't know what I thought, that's the record you come back to, I think. Oh, there we go. On, on that note, Nick, beautiful. would you like a Cronenberg? Um, yes, please. Okay, I'll get you one. And while Robin, bless his cotton socks, gets me a Cronenberg, although we must add that other lagers tasting a piss are also available, I went on the hunt for some fresh meat. A Vox Pops, uh, you understand. So who are you and um, why are you here tonight? Uh, my name's Jeannie, I'm Steve's wife. All oh, right, so you're the director's wife, yeah? Yeah, front row, front row seat. Fantastic, so uh, tell me about the film, tell me about your interpretations of the images and the, and the music by Robin the Fog. I mean, well, you could. It, it's life, isn't it? It's a life-based um, film uh, about sort of the microscopic level, um, all different strands and forms. Um, I think there is a narrative, but in my interpretation, I think you can look at this any way you want to and see it as um, a beautiful experiment with colour and life as we don't know it, you know, all that doesn't exist, so yeah. All, all that we don't see. Exactly, yeah. all that does exist that we don't see, sorry, that's what I sort of mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, very beautiful to see film, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it just, you know, when you see those soft colours, you realise, gosh, you haven't looked at something like that beautiful in a long time. Because the colours are really uh, just very, warming on the eye to see so for me it was just enjoyable from and the fusion of that wonderful music with the images were, were at one point they just were in perfect synchronicity weren't they absolutely otherworldly yeah hello my name is jeff ardron i run a mastering and recording business saint austral sound and i partner here with eduard at eclectic to record many of the experimental and improv music concerts so you've seen quite a lot of action um, here over time. Oh, absolutely. I've been recording here for about a year, and we have about 200 different sessions. And so, so what's your take on, on the HowlRound? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, I have a soft place in my heart for electronic music. I did a lot of it when I was younger. Um, it's a lot of fun to mix, and also you can mix in the room and the audience and the direct inputs and it kind of makes a whole new composition so I, I really like that and of course you've got an amazing space here for the acoustics so you know i try to describe it for the listeners a very wide um, ceiling you know wooden structure that's right it's a tall gabled ceiling that gives a nice medium-sized reverb um, everything sounds good in here i haven't heard a type of music that doesn't sound good in this room Mr. DJ, who are you, sir? 
Hi, my name is Andrei Hudy and uh, I am an acquaintance of Pascal. You have a fantastic environment to, uh, to do that in, in terms of this big sort of, how would you describe this room, a big sort of uh, old wooden building with high ceilings and an arch, which is obviously adding a lot of echo to it. Uh, oh, reverb, reverb. <laughs> yeah, it's like a small aquarium. <laughs> a small aquarium, I love it. So I've just met a lovely lady who's at the door taking tickets, etc. and you are. Hi, I'm Blanca Redina. Nice to meet you. Now, what did you think of the film and indeed the music of HowlRound? So, I really like the work of Steve. And the music was fantastic and I really love the organic images, the creation of the universes through images and the very beautiful colors. Absolutely. So, um, have you been to gigs like this before? Yeah, yeah, I really follow up all this audiovisual performance scene and I myself am a performer and an artist. You're an artist as well. So what, 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 what sort of stuff do you do? I'm an artist, a teacher and a curator. I do bits and bobs. Okay, bits and bobs. Yeah, around the free improvisation mainly. So you're a perfect person to be here tonight to, to appreciate this. Yeah, yeah, this is a fantastic venue in the heart of London. It's called Eclectic and there is very nice things happening around here and this gig is really really uh, a one-off thing a unique performance hello uh, who are you and uh, where do you come from no where, why are you here tonight oh hi i'm gabrielle edvy and um i have been lucky enough to um, work with Steve McInerney quite a lot and uh, in doing so I've worked with Digital Snowball and I've worked with Pascal and sort of inadvertently with HowlRound as well so and um, yeah so I'm here to support everybody. So what did you think of the film and the music? Fabulous, fabulous, A absolutely. This is the first time I've gotten to see it although I was present for some of its inception and uh, but this is the first time I've gotten to see it finished and it's beautiful it absolutely worked brilliantly. Yeah. Excellent. And, and, and you're a fan of HowlRound as well, because obviously this show is about HowlRound. Of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> a big HowlRound fan. And it's uh, really wonderful to get to see them perform tonight on top of everything as well. What we really hope is that people just become more aware that there's some great music, some really, really awesome, experimental, edgy stuff happening right here in Eclectic and South London's best kept secret. Well, I, I, absolutely, because it took me a while to actually find this place and it's like an oasis in the middle of all these scary tunnels and uh, Waterloo Bridge and all the rest of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a very safe neighborhood, but it is tucked away in a corner. I lived in Berlin before this, and when I came here in the summer about a year ago, I thought, oh, this reminds me of Berlin. It's a little bit of that sort of more casual atmosphere that's really, really hard to find in London. But as I say, it reminds me a little bit of Berlin and, and the scene there. Well, it's time for us to bow out for now as other great radiophonic acts fill the space that is eclectic. We suggest you Google both Eclectic in Waterloo and HowlRound to find out more. You've been listening to SNS Online's Bite Size. I'm Nick Randall. Goodbye.